Hello and welcome to episode 24 of Not For Thought, the podcast channel designed for psychonauts and psychonautics. Today, I um, don't really have much of a direction, to be honest. I got some things to talk about um, when it comes to festivals and I don't know. It's going to be kind of a random episode. I don't even know what the fuck I'm going to title it. It might be another Random Things podcast. But I'm going to try and keep it a little bit more psychonaut-oriented than I did the last time when I just talked about random things. But anyways, thanks for joining in. Um, Yeah, it's about 1 p.m. my time. And I don't know, man. I'm just one to hop on and make a podcast but uh yeah the first thing i thought i would talk about is um i was growing shrooms right i talked about in the past past few podcasts i was growing shrooms and i have a specific way of doing it but if you've ever grown shrooms you know that there's there's always this chance that um you'll contaminate what you grow you you'll basically there's i don't know there's probably a specific statistic like 50/50 chance but in my experience it has been about 50/50 in the way that I do it um half the time I've gotten shrooms half the time the bags of the way that I do it has gotten contaminated and that shit sucks that's so disappointing i was talking about how i had one growing and uh without going too far into detail because i'm guessing there's some people that don't know how to grow shrooms or haven't in the past and it's it's kind of a lot but without going too much into detail basically it doesn't grow like a plant like you don't plant seeds you you use spores and you have to have an extremely sterile environment when you basically plant the the spores into the grain or whatever method you're using and anyways um mine was growing fine it was it was already inoculated and the grain was colonizing so basically it was looking good it was growing and then out of nowhere i looked on the bottom and there's this green spot just that just popped up out of nowhere after like probably two weeks maybe like a week and a half of of good growing out of nowhere the bag gets contaminated uh the batch gets contaminated i grow in these bags i think i'm gonna make a podcast one day about how to, how I actually grow shrooms but for today I thought I would just talk about my failed attempt it sucks man the first time that I ever did my method that I did it worked out pretty well I ended up with like I don't know probably around 15 to 20 grams of shrooms and then the second time that I did it my batch got contaminated but I knew that it was going to, like, when I inoculated it, I had done it in a bathroom, but I, which wasn't unusual, it's kind of the only option that I have, it's really not what you should use, but to basically plant 
the spores in like kind of the most minimal way of explaining it um i would clean my bathroom to like do the process of of planting them quote unquote and anyways <laughs> so yeah i knew that when i did it the second time like right at the start of it i knew the chances of it working out were pretty slim so when it ended up contaminating it wasn't that big of a deal you know and and then the third time came around which was about I don't know, maybe six months ago or so. I did it sometime last year. I grew some, and I ended up with a lot. I ended up with, like, well over an ounce of shrooms. And they were pretty potent shrooms. They were good shrooms. It was good grow. But then this last time, the fourth time that I tried, I I don't know what happened. It, I've never had it grow for a little bit and then become contaminated, so... I'm worried that the basically the soil that I was using was contaminated already. That's my theory because I got it from like I got it online, which it usually isn't too big of a deal, but I got it from like a random Amazon website and it was probably not the way to go in the first place, but usually usually when they say that their grain and soil is sterilized in my experience they've been right it's worked out okay for me but this time i'm not sure i'm not sure what happened there so yeah anyway i just wanted to update everybody it looks like i'm not gonna have shrooms and it's fucking expensive like i said without going into detail about how to grow mushrooms you i need for my method i need about $30 for the spores, depending. Um, and then I need another 60 for everything else. And yeah, so you're looking at about $100. You're looking at about $100 in total, which isn't too bad when you think about an ounce of shrooms. You know, you can't really put a price on psychedelics I feel like you know not to mention growing them is always such a weird process man it always feels like a psychedelic experience just watching them grow because like I said they're not a plant but they're not human or mammal or animal either and they're very they're a fungus so they're they grow in a very different way than than usual um not to mention they grow so fucking fast once they actually start to to grow uh yeah you can grow shrooms pretty fucking fast and you can usually do like a couple batches at a time so like you grow a bunch pluck all those off and then more will grow pluck all those off and more will grow usually there's like two to three batches that you could do but anyway man it's always a very psychedelic experience just growing them and you feel a lot closer or at least I feel a lot closer with mushrooms you know growing them and knowing exactly where they came from what what's been done to them you know it's a very comforting feeling I guess anyways so yeah I think that's gonna be coming very soon because I keep 
kind of teasing at it. I keep being like, oh, I'm going to make that podcast. I'm going to talk a little bit about growing, about how I grow mushrooms, but not actually make the podcast yet. So hopefully soon, maybe next week. We'll see. I don't know. Um, yeah, so I was going to take a hit of weed before it gets too late into the podcast. If you're into that, you should join me. I'm going to rip out of my bong this time. I'm going to take a fatty out of the bong. I usually smoke out of a pipe, if you can't tell. Um, I usually, like, light near the microphone so you can hear it. (laughs) And this time I'm going to rip the bong. (laughs) So, yeah, give me a sec. Yeah, man. I used to not use... Well not used to. I used to use my bong a lot. I used my bong a ton. Well, I have I have two at the moment. Technically three. I have a dab rig. I have one, like, extra-sized bong. I have a smaller bong. I also have an e-rig. <coughs> oh, Jesus. Excuse me. Sorry. Fuck. I did that right into the mic. I'm so sorry. Um, yeah. And I also, I used to have another big bong that an ex-girlfriend broke, (laughs) and that sucked. So I've had, I also used to have a fucking nectar collector, this gigantic nectar collector that you can like put water into and stuff, and I sat it into a chair, or I put it into a chair, and then I sat on it and completely destroyed the thing. I've also broken multiple pipes. I have two at the moment. I've broken at least three or four. Oh, way more than that. No, I've probably broken like five or six pipes. And a few of them were intentional. Because I wanted to like smoke the resin and stuff, you know. I'm sure some some stoners out there know what I'm talking about. That was like when I couldn't afford weed. You know, that was a while ago. (laughs) That wasn't anything recent. All right. Anyways, yeah, dude, I have, like, probably at least $500 worth of of weed paraphernalia just at the moment, not even including the stuff that I've broken, given away, whatever, lost, yeah, so I just thought that I would bring that up. I haven't been using my bong because I wanted to take a step back from weed, and... I just, I wanted to, I wanted to go back to, like, the classic stuff, you know, like, smoking out of a pipe, and I don't know, man, and I did that for a while, but I'm actually planning on, uh, I don't want to bring this up yet, because it's a sad, somewhat of a sad topic, but I don't think I'm gonna smoke after hearing about a month and a half, because, as I've mentioned briefly on the podcast, Um, I'm moving back in with my family, basically, and don't worry, I'm still going to do psychedelics, but I'm going to limit myself entirely on weed. Like, I'm not going to smoke on a daily basis anymore. I already, uh, to put it into perspective, um, I'm not just like a daily smoker. I smoke probably hourly, but I don't smoke too much, you know? 
like at once i mean because i do smoke way too fucking much in my opinion i've i've smoked like this for like i think three four years five years now i've been a daily smoker and i've been like an hourly smoker unless i'm at work or at school i'm i'm high i guarantee you and i've enjoyed it for a long time but it's I think I've said this, these exact words. It's it has like diminishing return over time. You know, there's not still the same effect that I used to get on on weed. You know, obviously my tolerance has built over time like crazy, and I could just take a tolerance break. But I have things in life that I feel like I need to take care of, if that makes sense. You know, I don't know. I just don't want to be getting fucked up. Not fucked up, but I don't want to be smoking every day. Every hour, every day. And really, every day, period, I don't want to be smoking. I want to smoke on, like, the weekends or at concerts or parties. You know, and save save my brain a little bit more than the rest of my body, you know. There's probably going to come a time where I'm going to say, fuck it, I'm going to go back to smoking it daily and going as hard as I can but at least for now I'm like trying to start I'm trying to start my life man and that's why I'm not necessarily that's why I'm not necessarily trying to let go of psychedelics yet and not entirely let go of weed either I just want to take a massive massive step step back from smoking it's not really doing much for me anymore like literally i hardly even get high anymore my high it doesn't it's nothing it's hardly anything you know and you know i could i could be taking it a step up and 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 taking dabs you know but like i said earlier i have a dab rig and an e-rig so i've taken tons of dabs in the past but i don't know man it just gives me so much anxiety at this point not all the time, but when I take dabs specifically, I feel like I just get anxious and paranoid. And it used to be like, it used to be a little bit of that, but I would also like laugh my ass off and have fun and be like happy to be me. But it's kind of had turned into the reverse effect over time. Anyways, that's just my two cents on marijuana at the moment. I'm not, I sound, <coughs> sorry, that was right in the fucking mic again sorry 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 um it's not like i'm against smoking you know and i i actually want to get into the field of marijuana i want i want a job in weed basically but not for the weed for the money honestly and that's why i want to take a step back from smoking all the time because honestly if you look at anybody in like corporate offices that work in marijuana companies they don't look like stoners probably because they're not because they they work in corporate for a massive multi-million dollar company i'm thinking of like a few in, spe- in specific but I'm, I'm not gonna like list them or anything i i just i've done a lot of research on this stuff on getting into the weed industry and you don't really see a whole lot of people that that are like really high up on the chain smoking weed you know because they have a lot of responsibilities and when you're getting high all the time it takes away from that it's different 
depending on the job. You know, like, there's plenty of really high-paying jobs, not just in the field of weed, but in anywhere that I think you could smoke at. You know, there's plenty of very, very high-paying jobs that you could easily get away with being a stoner. But, that being said, I think it makes it a lot easier to be, like, really high on that chain when you're not somebody that's smoking all the time. I feel like, for me specifically, weed kind of hinders my goals, you know? It tends to make me lazy and paranoid and anxious, and that takes away from when I'm trying to get things done, you know? And anyways, God, like I said, I'm making weed sound so bad. I love weed. I really do. And that's why I want to get into the industry. It's not just because of money. It's also because I think it would be a, an amazing community to work with. Um, I also think that it would just be, I really like plants and, and growing plants. So anyways, this is a lot. This is me just rambling on, like I said. <laughs> but anyways, I do love weed. Why do you think I'm still smoking it, right? But I just, I think because I've smoked, I've totally abused the fuck out of weed over the course of the past five years. And I'm about to be 22. So just put that into perspective. I know there's other people that are like, I've been smoking since... I was fucking nine years old, you know, and then here I am, like, I've been smoking since, like, 16. <laughs> and, and now, we're, I actually, I think the first time I smoked weed was 15. And then I started to become a daily stoner, like, probably around 17, you know? Yeah. It used to be so much fun smoking weed, but like I said, diminishing, diminishing return over time, and it's reached the point where... It's not that I don't just feel high. Like, I'll, I'll kind of feel high sometimes, but I think it's having a way more of an effect on my body than it is on my mind at this point, if that makes sense. No, I, I, I don't know, man. I feel like it's just killing brain cells and doing bad things to my body while I think that it's just, like, not really getting me high. And I'm just, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know, dude. I'm tw about I'm about to be 22, and I don't want to waste those last three years of my brain growing. Even though scientifically, I've probably already wasted them, you know, because I've inhibited growth from smoking at such a young age. I don't know. Great. The construction is beginning downstairs. We'll see if that catches on the mic. <laughs> um. All right, let me move on to another topic. I don't, I don't know, man. Like I said, so actually, before I, I move on, really quickly, my plan with with weed, like I said, is to be a daily stoner for about the next month and a half, and at the end of April, I'm gonna turn into more of like a every once in a while kind of smoker, but. I'm still gonna be doing psychedelics all the fucking time, so don't you worry, psychonauts listening. I'm still going to be doing psychedelics and bringing up those kinds of topics. This is like my first time ever actually discussing weed, I feel like. And weed is honestly... Maybe that's what I'll make this podcast about. Maybe. Maybe I'll come back to it later. No, I don't know. <laughs> 
we'll see. I do have a couple other things to talk about, but I don't know. Wheat's just, like I said, it's it doesn't really do much for me anymore, and I've kind of, I've definitely abused it. So I just want to take a step back and bring back the magic that it that it used to have for me. You know, that's why I'm saying that I don't want to just completely stop. But if it comes to that, like if I if I try to only smoke on the weekends and then I end up going back to being a daily stoner really quickly or something, then I might have to like I might have to cut it out. But I'm pretty confident that I can go back to treating weed properly you know and getting getting actually high off of it again anyways so i'm gonna move on (laughs) i'm gonna talk about some more festival shit so yeah hopefully whoever's listening is interested in that um i discovered i think probably i mean shambhala i obviously i've talked a lot about shambhala if you paid any attention to the podcast so far i love shambhala and it that's like that's like home right but take universal parallelo this new fucking festival that i've found and that's like my dream vacation right there i want to go probably I don't know. We'll see if I'm still as obsessed with it as I am now. My plan as of now is to like go to this other festival not this year but probably the year after. Um yeah, fucking Universal Parallel. You can find a lot of videos. Most of them are pretty decent quality. Um they had a festival this last year. So it's a it's like a New Year's celebration festival so it goes from the 27th to the um i think the third of january it's like eight fucking days of partying dude of of music festival shit it's crazy i can't believe it i I can't imagine partying for eight days just four at shambhala sounds like a lot and i think i'm actually only going to be able to truly make it for at least three i don't know if i'll be able to make it there on thursday but anyway yeah universal parallel is so psychedelic i don't know how to explain it there's so many like like the djs and everything that plays there is just so trippy dude like it's just a little bit more than everywhere else except for like maybe shambhala shambhala kind of hits the nail on the head there but like when it comes to other festivals, I feel like Lost Lands is obviously like hard EDM. And I feel like there's a lot of festivals that kind of focus on the hard or the partying music, but Universal Parallel focuses on this like trippy, all the techno vibes, I guess. The like techno, trippy, dope vibes. I don't know. There's probably an actual genre that 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 is classified as but like that's that's shit that i listen to that 1200 micrograms the fucking hallucinogen spongle simon posford all those dudes they play at places like universo parallelo because it's so fucking psychedelic there like the psychedelia is just amazing everything is so trippy all the stages are insane man 
and I still can't figure out how many there are. Like, I'll watch a video that's one stage, and then I'll watch another video that's a completely different stage that I've never fucking seen, that's apparently a part of Universal Parallel. I don't know, dude, it's weird. There's there's so many, and yeah, you should watch a couple videos. I think I liked Vintage Cultures set at, at Universal Parallel, so you can find it there. I think my liked videos are public, I hope. I'll have to check in on that, but yeah, it just looks like such a psychedelic festival, dude, and all the DJs just play, like, trippy music, and I don't know, man. It's just a little bit different than other EDM festivals. Other EDM festivals seem to play, like, either a wide range of different EDM styles, or, like, one specific one that isn't usually psychedelic, you know? I don't know, man. Anyways, uh, yeah, so I thought that I would talk about the rave community. I think, I think I've figured it out, man. I mean, when I first got into this, I was so excited because I felt like I found a community that was truly, like, just peaceful and, and, and focused towards treating each other how we should be treated and, and bringing everybody together in happiness and, and through music. At least that's my, that was my take on it. And that is kind of the idea, but as I, I should have heeded my words a little bit better, and I think I already said this, but I talked about how, like, you know, no matter what, no matter what group, there's going to be some, some people that aren't the same as everybody else, and I mean, I don't know, dude. It just seems like the rave community is full of really, really good people, but also all the bad people as well. So, <laughs> as I was watching a lot of these rave community, all these raves, you know, I kept seeing people like putting up these these hand hearts. I'm sure you've seen it if you've ever been to a rave or anything like that. You know, just just putting up hand hearts, and it's like. It's so, I don't know why. I know that's cheesy, but it also just sound it's so heartwarming every time that I see it. And there's stuff like that that's you don't see that at rap concerts. You don't see that at rock concerts, or at least I typically don't. Maybe every once in a while, but not to the extent that you do at EDM concerts and festivals, you know. And that just that's awesome. But then on the other hand, there's still like all the like I said, all the bad people, man. So I was watching Psyched Substances videos because I was like, I was just I'm just obsessed with Shambhala, man. So I was going back through his videos and this one that I hadn't seen yet, where he's actually um, interviewing the Shambhala sex coach, and it's a pretty interesting video. You should definitely check it out. But in it. You know, I feel like I relate a lot to what Psych Substance... Adam? Is that his name? I don't want to fuck it up. I'm pretty sure that it's Adam, but I don't want to say the wrong name and get crucified. Um, so that's why I keep saying Psych Substance. Anyways, uh, fuck, I don't know what I was saying. Oh, yeah, everything he kept asking her was, like, exactly what I kept... Well, maybe not quite at the beginning, but... <laughs> Later on in the video, everything he keeps asking is stuff that I genuinely wanted to know the answers to. It was stuff that I would have asked as well. Um, 
you should check out the video if you're curious. But at one point, he's like, you talk about... So he's talking to this, this sex coach who also um, prevents sexual harassment at festivals and at Shambhala. Anyways, psych substance, he's like, well, but this is Shambhala. This is the love festival. How can there be anything like that? And she's like, well, it's not as bad here. But um, at any festival anywhere around the world anywhere around the world there's going to be sexual harassment and sexual predators you know and that was really disappointing to hear you know that there are those sexual predators out there even at even at Shambhala at Love Festival like he said like Psych Substance said he was like here at Love Fest at the Love Festival how can there be anything like that you know and I wish I would have watched that video much sooner, because I think that gives a much needed um, insight into the community that you're getting yourself into, if you're somebody like me. I think that just represents the dark side, I guess, so to speak, of of every community. It doesn't matter, no matter where you're at, if there's, if there's men and there's women in a community there's going to be some some bad things that are bound to happen i guess it's just is what it is you know um which is awful i hate that that's horrible for for the women uh, obviously or anybody that gets sexually harassed at all at a festival where you're supposed to be enjoying yourself and having a good time you're not supposed to be judged and then to have something that just completely shits on that idea is really sad and not that I've experienced that at all but I feel like I have somewhat of an understanding because I watched some of these videos and I've kind of understood from going on to things like radiate and and places like that that um yeah it sucks that there's creeps out there it's not just that though I mean there's thieves in in festivals and everything bad all the bad people still end up at festivals it doesn't matter it's not festivals it's the it's people <laughs> you know anyways so he has this other video where he's actually discussing like how to trip at a festival basically i can't remember the exact name so apologies on that but um at one point he's talking about how he was surprised that one of the biggest issues at festivals is not necessarily drug overdoses or violence. It's actually sexual predators. And that I just, I, I agreed with him. I can't believe that some, that that is the issue at festivals, you know, at, at love fest at Shambhala where people go around naked and everybody's supposed to just be themselves. And you still have people that completely fuck that, vibe up and then there's people that aren't trying to do that and i think adam discusses psych substance i think he discusses that really well because he's like he in the interview he asks like so for the guys that don't want to come off like a creep how do they go about getting laid basically and <laughs> her response is interesting because i don't know i, I feel like she it, it, <laughs> she basically just says to be awesome 
And at first, I remember just, like, feeling like that was such a slap in the face. But after, I don't know, kind of letting it sink in and watching more videos and going back to the rave videos and stuff, I see the point that was being made, you know? When you're awesome, when you're you're a cool person and you're just happy to be yourself and you're just a well-rounded person, people are going to be drawn to you whether that's necessarily for sexual reasons or not, you know, like I think just having that mentality of I'm happy to be me. I'm happy to be at a festival. I think will draw people to you. At least that's my hope. (laughs) I hope, I hope that she was right in that sense. Um, not necessarily just for getting laid, like, yeah, that that wouldn't be half bad, but Honestly, I hadn't even really thought about anything like that. Like, the reason why I came into this community was because I was just obsessed with how awesome everybody seems to be, how much dancing there's a, there is in the community, and and how there's stuff like Plur and, and things like that. And it's like, I don't know, some of it's been kind of disproven. Like, Plur, I, I still am very questionable about. I'm questionable about how many people actually follow that, you know? Um, anyways, because it seems like people don't really tend to, and only use that to be like, you're not, you're not following the plur vibes, and I don't don't know, anyways. (laughs) Be awesome, though. I saw the point, you know, when you're happy to be you, and you're, say, dancing the way that you want to, I feel like people are just going to be drawn to you, and be curious to know more about you, you know? If you're just happy to be alive, and you're just going crazy i see how like i could see how people would be curious to know more about you you know i see that in the the shambhala videos like people dancing around or whatever and like i want to talk to i want to make friends and and stuff you know so anyways not to mention i think i don't know the community is still very friendly there's still a lot of people that are really nice and it's not all bad but it's, I don't know, I think it's just important to keep in mind that even at, say, love love festivals and, and stuff, there's still a chance of being sexual predators. Apparently a very high chance, which is... It sucks. That's, that's horrible. You know? And, like I said, Adam, sex substance, ass. Like, how do you, how do you go about not coming off as a creep and you just be awesome? <laughs> You just you just be awesome, but I I do see that point, honestly, as vague as it kind of sounds, I I do kind of understand it, you know, um yeah. Anyways, I don't really have much more to talk about, dude. You know, don't don't have much to talk about. Um, like I said, lots of big changes in my life coming up here soon. But I don't think I'm going to let go of the psychedelics. Except for the fact that my fucking shrooms got contaminated. That sucks, man. And I don't know when I'm going to be able to gra- uh, grow more. I don't say grab more. I don't know when I'm going to be able to grow more. I have no idea. Because I need the money to do it. And I'm moving back home soon. And I don't need to be shipping that kind of stuff to to my parents' house. That would be bad. Alright. So, yeah, I guess I'll I'll cut it out here. Um, I don't know, man. I'm still obviously looking forward to Shambhala. Oh fuck, they have a 
they have a couple of lineups that have, that have dropped super exciting and yeah so i can now listen to the, the spotify playlists for the next like four months until a festival so i'm nice and nice and caught up with all the music <laughs> yeah dude all right i guess i'm gonna call it good thanks for listening if you managed to stay this song like i said in the last podcast views are hella down i think it's because i haven't been talking more about dmt i get it dmt so fascinating man don't worry though i got i got some more coming i got some more content and um yeah subscribe fucking follow me on instagram i don't think i'm ever gonna remember to plug that at the beginning of my video that's so dumb so bad of me because like i i always i don't know i guess it doesn't really matter (laughs) all right have a good day if you're listening and uh this has been not for thought 